What's up? What's up? What's up? Hey, y'all. How y'all doing? What's happening? It's SW Live Wednesday, of course, and it is the first Wednesday of the new month, the month of May, and it's the third. I always get my days confused, so yes, I'm right today, though. Um, it's the third, y'all. What's happening? How y'all doing? All right, so we're going to get into the show today. The topic today is um, parenting styles, but first we're going to do our quote of the day, of course, because we got to do that, get that out of the way. So y'all can give me a little feedback on that. Um, and the quote today is, your children will become who you are, so be who you want them to be. That's a good quote. Um, what y'all think about that quote? Because that is a good quote now. I need to, um, I was about to say, I need to do something with my, um, other, it's not the other phone, it's my thought process, really, because I mean, um, I can't, I'm losing my thought process right now, because I normally have my other phone, but I'm having, no, no, keep the phone, because I need pictures taken and stuff, I gotta do better, y'all, so, I gotta learn how to work with one phone sometimes. What's going on, Dennis? How you doing? How you doing? How you doing? It's good to see you. How you plate your face in the place. So the quote again, your children will become who you are, so be who you want them to be. And that's author unknown, but I feel like the quote speaks for itself. I feel like it's basically letting you know, if you don't know, it's telling you that you have to show them, not just tell them. You know, all that do as I say stuff has gone out the window a long time ago. You got to show your children exactly who they should um, resemble, who they should be mocking, who they, if they're gonna be doing anything out there, shouldn't it be something that you, who you are, it shouldn't it be something you're putting in them versus what they're picking up from the outside. What's going on, queen? How you doing, boo? It should definitely be an equitable amount of information that they receive on a regular basis. They gotta learn a lot from who they're around the most. And yes, they go to school a lot. Yes, they are dealing with a lot of people, but they are taking more of their guidance from you. So that more so means that if you want them to become a person who has moral skills, a person who is doing things that they're supposed to be doing, a person who is community oriented, a person who is family oriented, somebody that has some spiritual guidance, um, people who are responsible. Like, if those are the things that you want your child to learn and mimic, you have to show them. Right? Wrong? Like, you know, you got to be able to show them. And then you got to also be able to talk to them about things that you've done, that you've been through, that you're not. Like, you can't be ashamed to be a person, a human with your children. You have to definitely let them know that you've done some of these things. You've made certain mistakes. Um, you learn from those mistakes and with that you're regaining the, the balance of teaching it and inputting it in them. So I think that it'll be a lot easier if you keep it real. <laughs> that's just what it boils, that's what the quote boils down to. You got to keep it real. You got to be able to make sure your children are exactly who they need to be. Now, none of us are perfect. All of us have had our balances where, I mean, our days where we're all balanced. 
And more so than none, we've had to pick our own selves up in many, many um, aspects to make sure that we are doing what we're supposed to do. With that being said, do you feel that if you are not the right person to guide your child that you would let them be around people who are? Would you at least take that initiative? If you know you can't do it, would you at least take the initiative to put real in your children's life? Would you at least do that? Like, how important are your children to you that you'll take the time to invest in who they should be if you don't have it? Is that something that you would do? Because I know a lot of people feel like, oh, I can, I'm, I'm the best teacher for my child, and all they is is a bad example. But if that's what they feel like is the best teaching, then that might be the child might be doing might end up doing the opposite of what they saw. You know what I'm saying? So it may be something that they're like, okay, you see what your mama doing, you see what your daddy doing. Don't do this, don't do that. But they see it killing you. They see you enjoying it for a spell. <laughs> so it's like things, you know, you gotta be, if you can't give it to them, would you allow somebody else to? It's real, that's a real um, thing that you should definitely put in your mind. If you know you're not able to guide your kids, like you can't be around here, um, they got math problems and, and you don't know the math, but you're gonna send them to school with all the wrong homework. So would you do that with life? Would you send them out into the world to deal with other human beings and all of that if they're not gonna be prepared for it? Would you put would you invest in your children? So that's what we talk about today, your parenting styles, things of that nature. If you are not the type of person who is willing to invest, seek guidance, um, be more authoritative, be more empowering. If you're not those type of people, that type of person, then you may not be the person that your child needs to learn all their identification skills from. And that's just simple. So let's jump to the show, y'all. All right. Parenting style. <laughs> okay. Let's see. It's gonna be an interesting um conversation because they say it's they say it's four types of parents. And or four type of parenting styles, but for the most part, your parenting style kind of varies on who you are as a person, um, what you've seen, what you've been around, how you were raised. That's most of the things that you implement in how you kind of guide your children. Like you're not going to be out here um, just throwing them to the wolves. You're going to at least you're going to at least have some type of knowledge from your prior experience to be able to guide your ch children. And if, again, if you don't know, time we do have to talk to people about it. You know when a lot of people having conversations with you, they're not just talking to you just to be talking to you. They're talking to you because they're trying to gather some information. They, they're not as well-versed on that conversation or that situation as you are. So they may be coming to you because you actually can give them information on that without them feeling like they're getting advice because if, if if people feel like they got to be taught how to raise their kids they're like that's a bad thing and it's not again it's not being taught it's just taking certain critiques and taking certain advice everybody is not out here to harm you in your um in your walk as a parent that's not everybody's goal so we got to get out of that that thought process that 
anybody that's telling us something is it's a criticism or is is this or is that like we really got to stop thinking like that we really got to start looking at things in a more positive manner because all of us are supposed to be trying to see each other win and if that's the case then when somebody talking to you and trying to get information from you it shouldn't always be looked upon as if they trying to bite it or they doing this or they don't know the judgment is real strong these days now some people are they don't they doing it that's just what it is but and on the other hand if you are genuine in what you're seeking you're going to get genuine responses so the permissive parent <clears throat> let's see the permissive parent is the the common traits that a permissive parent has is they have high responsiveness but low demandingness so they like oh i want you to do this I, I i feel like you should be doing this and all of these different things but there's no action behind it that's those are that's a trait of a permissive parent let's see let me say she's always taking advice or suggestions from the village that helped me raise my kids and the ones that helped raise me oh that's great and that's what you're supposed to do it ain't it's, it wouldn't be it shouldn't be any other way this shouldn't be any other way. If you can't reach back and reach out to the people who did it for you, then it's almost a waste of time trying to be a parent now because you got to utilize what you were raised on and how you came up to even get to where you're trying to go as a parent anyway, definitely. Um, and another um, trait of a permissive parent is that they communicate openly, usually, and lets their kids decide for themselves rather giving direction. Oof, that that's that's them that just been a friend. If you like, you can it's, it's you gotta you can you can definitely be the person who's guiding them in the decision making. But a lot of times you can be the one that's guiding them and letting them think that they're making the decision by how you give them the opportunity. So that's different. But if you just allowing them to say, hey, I'm gonna go do this and I'm gonna go do that, and they just making the decision then something kind of wrong there. It's like, what, what, where's the authoritative figure? Somebody got to be the person in there that's putting down. Otherwise, you taking care of grown, just grown children. And nobody's there to really just, you know, listen to you or whatever. Rules and expectations are either not set or they're rarely enforced. Um, they typically, typically go through great lengths to help their, keep their kids happy and sometimes at their own expense that another trait of a permissive parent so permissive parents are more likely to take on a friendship role rather than parenting role with their kids they prefer to avoid conflict and will often acquiesce to their children's pleas at the first sign of distress those parents mostly allow their kids to do what they want and other limited guidance or direction that's a permissive parent so well as we're going through this you you can kind of like decide where you feel like you fit because I feel very strong in a lot of these responses that which is why I chose this topic and a lot of times that when you when you're thinking about like what type of parent skills you have you're you're that means that you're you're wanting to reassure yourself that you are doing some of the right things as a parent like because we question ourselves often but as long as we're questioning ourselves because for the betterment of our children, um, then 
who cares? You can do that. You can sit up and because you're that means you're seeking knowledge. You're trying to get better. You're learning. You're not just feeling like you at the top of the totem pole and you know everything. Everybody got to learn something every day. And, he, and if it's going to be you and how you parent, that's an important thing to be picking up on. So the permissive parent that. Ew. So we're going. All right. So example. A lot of children are living in households with permissive parents right now. We're living in a society where kids have no curfews. They go and go about doing things that don't aren't. We can see that they're killing each other regularly. So we know that they're hanging out and just doing what they want to do. Um, it's a lot of babies being made. <laughs> um, it's just, it's a lot going on. It's a lot of uh, fighting in schools, like unnecessary fighting. It's, it's to the point of disastrous at this point. Um, and it's also a whole lot of disrespectfulness going on. And we know that in order to be a, a parent that is making a difference, you got to be able to enforce. If you're going to sit around and allow your child to be the barrier of their own weight, then you are going to have a lot of issues with that child. And it don't have to happen right then. It can happen when they're an adult. Because now you're sending an a, a unprepared person into the universe. They ain't even ready for it. And you're sending them out there because you wanted to, like, just excuse yourself from parenthood and just say, you know what, I just want to let them be happy. And that's all that matters. What? If that's all that matters, then you should have just went ahead and um, let them take care of you. Because it ain't no way that you can just worry about a child's happiness and not worry about their life at the same time. Like, not calling yourself responsible. You got to, in order to be responsible, you have to be able to have some type of care. And that means that you're going to be either putting um, information in them. You're going to be trying to make sure that they're on a regular basis learning, doing things that's going to prepare them for the world. Another reason why they shouldn't have took home economics out of schools, but you know, and, and shop and all of those things that prepared you for trades because now you got a bunch of lazy children. And it's not the school system's job to do it, but it is it was a, a point in time when they would assist. And now you don't have that anymore. So since you have to do it on your own, you definitely need to be reinforcing how you parent. So the permissive parent is like uh, on, on the scale of the one out of four, that's the bottom. They're a number one. So they don't even rise a little bit. The authoritative parent, this one might be a little rough. Let's see how this will ride. They're high responsiveness and they have high demands. They set clear rules and expectations for their kids while practicing flexibility and understanding. They communicate frequently and they listen to and take into consideration their children's thoughts, feelings, and opinions. They allow natural consequences to occur. So if the kid fell a quiz when they didn't study, but they so they use that as an opportunity to for their kids to reflect and learn versus um, taking things from them. So the authority parents are nurturing, supportive, and often in tune with their children's needs. They guide their children through open and honest discussions to teach values and reasoning, and their kids have a 
those kids who have authoritative parents tend to be self-disciplined and can think for themselves. So I thought it was going to be a tough one, but that's actually really good. I, um, I think the authoritative parent is, they're along the lines of being probably more of a top contender because they know who they're dealing with. They're not just giving them out there to the world. They're giving them a part. They're giving the world people who are prepared. So, and that is because they set rules and they have expectations. If you are being guided by someone who is telling you about rules, that means that they know that we are living by rules in this country. So you got to learn in your house first how to follow rules and to understand the expectations of what a three-year-old is supposed to do, what a seven-year-old is supposed to do, what an 11-year-old is supposed to do, what a 15-year-old is supposed to do, and so on and so forth. It, it takes time to grow. So that authoritative parent is one of the parents that is going to make sure there's a balance in the growing process in all forms and all stages. We have we communicate regularly um, and we listen to and consider the children's thoughts, feelings, and opinions. So if we're making decisions for the children, we're not just making the decision for, you know, we're going to talk to them about a decision that we're making for them. That's one of the, if you're going to be that type of parent, you got to do it that way. There is a must. You, if you're going to take on the role of saying, this is my position in my child's life, I'm going to be open with them. I'm going to be honest with them. I'm going to communicate regularly with them. I'm going to set boundaries and rules and da 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 So that means that I have some authority and more authority than they have in their life. That's a, it's probably easier to become an authoritative parent than it is to be a permissive parent. Because if you if you doing if you doing permissive though you really just like you you got now when you mess up now I told you <laughs> for real be like okay like you know we already done told you not to touch that socket now that's the authoritative pen we done gave you the we done set the rule. And put out the expectation. Don't touch it. You're going to shock yourself. You go over there and touch it. And I, right before you get ready to put your hand completely on it, I say, hey. And now you cry. I reinforce. And instead of me just saying, just sitting back, letting you shock yourself, <laughs> I care. That's an authoritative parent. That's somebody who's going to put some thought into how they approach the situation. So um, if anybody, if you've fallen into the permissive parent or the authoritative parent thing, keep listening now, it gets, it gets a little bit stronger. So let's see, number three, the neglectful parents. I don't like them. All right, so the common traits of a Neglectful parent is that they have low responsiveness and low demands. Very low demands. They don't give a damn. Um, they let their kids mostly feed for themselves, perhaps because they are indifferent to their own needs and are uninvolved and overwhelmed with their other with other things that they're involved with. 
They offer little nurturance, guidance, and attention. And they often struggle with their own self-esteem issues, and they have a hard time forming close relationships. That is a neglectful parent. And they're sometimes referred to as an uninvolved parent. When, and that this style is exemplified by an overall sense of indifference. Neglectful parents have limited engagement with their children and rarely implement rules. They can also be seen as seen as cold and uncaring, but not always intentionally, as they are often struggling with their own issues. So a neglectful person or a neglectful parent is one that focuses more on themselves, simply stated. If they have the opportunity to fix the situation, they really can't because they all, they caught up in their own thoughts, their own issues, their own processes. And that makes it very, very hard for them to give any focus to something else, whether it be their own child, whether it be their parent, their job, their mind is always in another place. <clears throat> now, a neglectful parent is not the worst parent in the world, but they're definitely under the permissive parent because at least the permissive parent feeding them, they're giving them clothing, shelter, you know, they're making sure all of those things are still happening. But neglectful parent would at some point put the children's needs so low at the bottom of the totem pole that they're not even worried about if they have a place to stay. So there's a total difference in the permissive parent and the neglectful parent, but they both suck. Um, when when you think about a neglectful parent, you kind of think about kids coming to school with their hair nappy, clothes dirty, um, unfed, you know, homework never done, just they're not being taken care of. So <clears throat> a kid that's going through a neglectful situation, they can't focus on school. They can't focus on themselves because they got all these other thoughts and processes going that they're going through. And it's going to show up in their day-to-day -day living. It's going to show up. They're, they're coming to school pretty much to get that meal, to um, have that time with other people, or, if, or because they have no choice. That's just what they got to do. So dealing with uh, a neglectful parent in a neglectful situation, the child is going to suffer. And they have no opportunity for growth unless the situation change changes. And that's and sometimes it's very, very rare that it will change, but for the most part, you, it, there is always some form of hope because sometimes um, people pay a lot of attention to it. Just there, people are paying attention. So if you're dealing with a situation where a child is, um, going through something as such most of the time somebody has already taken stake in it or gotten involved in trying to do their part but if not then that's your job don't ignore it because then you know god will ignore you um number four the authority authoritarian parent and the common traits of an authoritarian parent is not the same as an authoritative parent but because they have very high demands and very low response. So they tell you, they pretty much kind of like a permissive parent in that, in that matter. They'll tell you what they expect from you, but they're not reinforcing it. Um, 
They enforce strict rules with little consideration of their kids' feelings or social, emotional, and behavioral uh, needs. They often say, because I said so, or you have no choice. I'm the parent. It doesn't matter what you think. Situations as such. And communication is mostly one way from the parent to the child. That's the authority. That's the authoritarian parent. That's a parent that knows that all I gotta do is just say what I want to say, and that's really that. We don't gotta talk about this. There's no conversation. You don't. This. It don't matter. It don't matter what you think. I already said what I said. Go sit down. <laughs> this rigid parenting style uses certain discipline, often justified as tough love and an attempt to be in full control. An authoritarian parent often talks to their children without wanting input or feedback. They do not want to have, they don't want to hear anything you have to say. They don't want to hear anything. So that, like, in a lot of, a lot of our parents grew up with parents as such, which is why there was so much neglect and um, uh, abuse within families going on, like sexual abuse, because you couldn't come say nothing because you're not, a, you're not big enough to talk. They don't want to hear what your opinion is and just nothing about you. And that you had a whole lot of stuff going on because people like that back in the day, back in the day, talk. I'm surprised they even know how to use their words. You get slapped in the face hard about talking or asking questions that a child should not be asking. Baby, we want to hear everything our kids got to say nowadays. We want to hear everything. I think sometimes our kids forget that they're talking to us. They be so comfortable with how they saying it. But if you got your child terrified and they can't come and say anything to you, you finna you raising some punks because they're gonna grow up grow up in this world and be angry and be mad at everybody else because they weren't allowed to be who they want was supposed to be as a child and as a person and be trying to control other people's lives and tell people what to do and how to do it and how to breathe and how to live. You shouldn't what is, you shouldn't do that because of how they were taught. They didn't have a choice. So they're gonna treat everybody else in their life like they don't have a choice. Like they they made the decision. So it's not that's not fair. And you really have to care about what you're inputting your kids. That's again as the quote said, your child will become who you are, so be who you want them to be. If you're showing them that this is how it's supposed to be as a parent, they're going to do that and think that everybody else's ways of doing the parenting is wrong. They're not going to take any advice. They're not going to want to hear anything nobody has to say, right or wrong. And then, then their kids going to grow up being just as ignorant as they is. So you got to think about that. You, what you put in them, what you show them, how you, how you are with them, is definitely going to be a, who they turn out to be. And a lot of times you got people that's like, I'm going to be different from my mom. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this differently from my dad and end up doing some of the same things or something a little bit worse um, because they don't want to hurt their kid. They don't want to do this or make their kid feel a certain type of way or how they felt. And they forget the whole fact that a kid still need discipline. Now you want to be so relaxed as a parent that now you're now you're permissive. 
or it go the other way where you just too hardcore and you being exactly how you were raised. The child has no say so. Then they just out here in this world walking around with big dude brown plaques and they don't even like them. Like, this is how they gotta look. We gotta care about their feelings when they talk about if this is them, we gotta care. We really do. I was thinking, I thought about that at one point um, before I got good dental coverage because my baby was talking about, I want braces. And I was like, girl, about this. <laughs> girl, I'm about to spend all that money on them braces. It costs too much. We got to wait till we get some good dental. And so I'm just, every year I got to hear, I want braces until she got them darn braces. And when she got them, the confidence was through the freaking roof. So it's like you can't dictate certain things on your kid to think that they're just going to accept it and deal with it. They're still going to have their own opinion. They're still going to feel how they feel until they get what they want. It's simple as that. You do it. If you mad about having to do this and do that, the way you're going to respond to it is going to be how you want to respond. So... Just because they don't have the financial means to make all the choices that they want to make doesn't mean that they shouldn't have a, a, a um, say-so in what's going to happen in their lives, especially on how they're being raised. It's important, man. So, again, the four parenting styles. you got the permissive parent, where it's child-driven. They rarely give or enforce rules. They overindulge their child to avoid conflict. So they're their children's friends versus being an authoritative figure in their life. The authoritative parent solves problems together with their child. They set clear rules and expectations and they have open communication with natural consequences. You fuck up, this is gonna happen. You do this wrong, I'm gonna do this. There are gonna be consequences for your actions. The neglectful parent is the uninvolved or absent parent. They provide little nurturance or guidance, and they are indifferent to a child's social, emotional, and behavioral needs. So to me, that's number one. Number two is the permissive parent, because they're better than neglectful. Uh, it's so bad to be a neglectful parent. And then you got the authoritarian parent because they just they parent driven they set strict rules of punishment um and they have a one-way communication because i said so this is how you gonna do it and any more questions you're gonna get locked in your room and you're coming out <laughs> so they're they're very more on a demand level you have no choice level excuse me and so, and again, it start, It is the neglectful parent, the permissive parent, the authoritarian parent, and the authoritative parent. That's the order. If you're an authoritative parent, then you're doing your thing. That's all I'm saying. You at, least, you at least care enough to involve your children in how they survive out here. You got to be the one that's paying for everything, but you at least got to talk to them. Because if you can pay for something and they don't go do it, what, what, aren't you going to be mad? Think about that. Like you go, they don't show up because they don't put it in their mind that they don't have to, because they don't want to. 
But if you were to talk to him about it from jump, you already know that's not what your that's what not what your child into. You gotta be more, you gotta be way more knowledgeable of the people that you're raising. Your your parenting style is going to either break or make your child. It's either going to be the solution or it's going to be the the problem. And you you have to be the person that helps them make those choices. If it boils down to you or the kid, you have to choose them. You got to what you you did not become a parent for you to still be selfish. At any rate, taking a me day and being selfish, but taking a me life, it's a, that's a total different stance. You cannot decide that okay today I'm gonna be a good parent. No, every day, every day. Those people, those people are watching you every day. They they make it a a prime example. Listen, I'm telling you, if your kids. They're waiting on the time to be able to bring up to you. You, how you gonna tell me not to do it and you do it? They waiting. You can't be. You cannot continue to be that do as I say and not as I do parent. You are raising kids in 2023 right now. When we was children, this was a time that we was gonna be flying in spaceships, and we still walking. So therefore, you better keep your kids in line and be trying to teach them the basics and making sure that they are prepared for how to continue to survive in this world. Because at any time, a split second, everything can change because of a stupid emotional thought process. A thought that they decided to make, a choice that they decided to make based on an emotion. Not something that was going to be beneficial to them, just an actual freaking emotion. I'm mad, so this is what I did. Your time, your life will be taken away from you just that way and you'll be behind the walls forever or you'll be dead. So it's, it's up to you and how you raise your children so you can help, the, so they can depend on how they um, turn out in life. So you can help them be a more stronger person. You can make sure that they're more suitable for the people that they're going to be around. You can make sure they're people person, people. Social, they got their social skills up to date. Then you're not raising hermits. You got to have people who can deal with people. They need to have the time to be able to turn things on when to turn things off. You got to be able to raise, you're, you should be raising children that know when to have a balance. I got to, focus here. I got to focus there. I got to turn this off because my focus needs to be here. If I'm working, I need to be working. If I'm sleeping, I need to be sleeping. If I'm investing, I need to be investing. You got to teach what you, you and you got to show what you teach. You got to be showing them that. They're not going to believe anything that you're saying if you're not doing it. They don't care how many other people doing it. They know what their mom and their dad are doing and they still surviving and we still get what we want from them. But they don't know that sometimes you hang it up by a thread and a half. So do different. That's why I'm trying to show you different. Do different. You gotta be a different, you gotta be a different um, role model for your children. So that's our parenting styles. That's our conversation for the day. Y'all know where to find me. Every Wednesday, SW Live, 6 30 p.
p.m sharp next wednesday we will have gen z in the building y'all know i love you so we are going to be having them back every second wednesday of the month and we got a real good conversation for them coming up because we continue with the parenting style and we're going to hear from the children's point of view um we're going to hear what they have to say and it's going to be a very interesting conversation because my kids oh god i'm not ready i said that i was like hey you ready to put yourself on the spot child i am I want to hear about it. I want to know. And it's not going to be something new to me because they've already told me before. But at, at the age that they are now, I know that um, I'm a totally different parent than I was when they were younger. I was way more of the authoritarian parent when they were smaller. And as they got, well, expect, except for when they was like little, little, like three, I let them definitely, you you want to wear what shoes? Go ahead and wear them, baby. You ain't got to match. Inside my head, I'm cringing. <laughs> but you know, I'm, they kids. So you got, don't, like, I let them be kids, but as far as making decisions, as far as, like, I want to eat this and I want to do that, if I've already put it, you got to eat it. It's just so blind. So I may have been a little bit in the mix of some other ones, but I think that to hear them talk about it now, if they're good eight in the age that they are now, it'll be different than it was if they're speaking from it from the age um, when I was more authoritarian. So thank y'all for tuning in. I appreciate y'all feedback on every note. And we will see y'all next week. Make, it, make sure y'all bring the kids out and let them sit right next to you on the couch next week so they can talk about what type of parent they got. Thank y'all. Peace.